0: It is episode 10. Yeah, it is episode 10. We finally 10. made it to episode 10. What does that We've mean? We've done 10 we of We now these. have a top 10 games of all time. That's amazing. Yeah. Or we're about to have top 10 games oh of all time. Oh, my God.
1: Can we do a really <laughs> annoying, <laughs> at the end of this episode, we need to do a really but, annoying, like, <laughs> number
0: eight,
1: like, <laughs> kind of like countdown list thing. Yeah. That um, sounds good to me. How do you feel about the show thus far, Matt? Uh, let's uh, let's
0: rank the show. How do we fun. like it? It's fun. Now episodes are actually coming out. You know, um, f- the first five episodes we recorded before anything had happened on the internet with the show. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's been fun to have people interact and talk about the list. Uh, yeah, people. Uh, some people don't like where we put Mass Effect. That's fun. Uh, some people. Oh, people don't. don't? oh not not in a mean way but in just like a jokey like no no, i I will stand for mass effect forever it's the greatest thing um hey i want to hear it y'all
1: i want to (laughs) hear i want to hear all your i think that that no there's no such thing as bad press okay (laughs) if you if you are listening to these episodes thinking like these guys got it all wrong please write a giant blog post come on get us out
0: there we have light us up We've had multiple requests for games. I'll shout some out. Uh, multiple people have said they want us to do Outer Wilds, uh, which is funny because Hunter, you are outside of that being like, I don't know that we can possibly do an Outer Wilds episode, but I have now seen that request three separate times. I love Outer Wilds with my whole
1: heart yeah. and brain. Yep. And the idea of spoiling
0: Outer Wilds for someone yeah. even a little bit. Right.
1: Even a little bit
0: terrifies me yeah if we do that episode it will have to be the most annoying episode to listen to ever because it will be non-spoiler somehow and i don't even know how you structure that conversation also, I, i've ris- been i've
1: been trying it out i've like sure. been talking i, I like talk talking to you about the things.
0: game right and try and
1: be as abstract as possible with what i'm talking about um but yeah it will be a very tricky episode to do um it is one of my favorite games too so i don't even know that i can rank it to be yeah. honest Uh, Like I I legitimately will probably just recuse myself uh, from the (laughs) ranking, which is something that I think I'm going to, that's a card I'm going to start pulling. I'm just going to let you know. I'm going to start recusing myself. Right. I recuse myself from ranking <laughs> so that it's only I just want you to rank, Matt, not me. I well, don't want to be a part of
0: it. But then but see, you I want do you to take all that. And heat. then you you do that. And then you sit in the background. like, Oh, you think, but you think that's how? Oh, no, okay. see, no, see, no, that's I'm interesting. Gonna, no, 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 I'm, it's interesting. No, I just think I'm going to stop doing that, that put part it there.
1: <laughs> I'm going to start doing stop doing that part. I am going to <laughs> never speak of the, the list. Like it'll be the way the show will work is we record the show. We have a good time. Then I leave and you talk by yourself through the rankings. Yeah, I kind of want w- you to change the rankings all up right now, just to be. Well, no. Like here's what I was gonna say. Of Here's it.
0: what I think we need to do for our year end spectacular, which we're already kind of planning like ideas for what the year end spectacular is gonna be. But I think one thing that should be included is we should just like off the top of our dome do a new personalized ranking just for our own. Like not even to be a mm-hmm. like a full thing, but just like looking at this list right now. How would you rank it, and the other person doesn't get to chime in at all, and just say the right. rankings, and that's it. Right. No, no consensus. Just say how you feel. That um, sounds fun. Yeah, that does sound fun. I think people will be shocked
1: at how high I rank Outrun in my personal list. <laughs> 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 Let's go.
0: Oh, hello, I'm Matt Martins. I'm Hunter Donaldson. And this is Old Gamers Almanac, the definitive ranking of all video games of all time. Every single one of them right now, we've only got 10. Only 10 video games have been made. Thank goodness for that, because we we, we are still trying to keep a decent pace here. And it's really uh, convenient that people only release one video game every single week. That's really nice of the world to do that. Right. Um, And this week, we're going to be talking about Halo 2, Combat...
1: Involve, I think, is the that's the that's Excited, it. Right?
0: Halo 2 subtitle redacted. <laughs> Halo 2, did Halo 1 have a subtitle? No, it did not. Okay, You're right. We decided actually we should take this game seriously, and it's just two the twoest, it's number yeah. two. Yeah, man,
1: this game, this was a big one. This yeah. was a big, big moment in our
0: childhoods, sure. you know, not just ours, though. I would in looking things up about this game. I was trying to make sure I wasn't being too like rose-colored glasses. Like, was it just for me? No, 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 no. This was actually the stats are pretty wild. Uh, Halo Two has among the top like weekend releases of all media. Of yeah, all buddy. Time. Uh, yeah, like the the first weekend of Halo Two's release is one of the highest-grossing medias in existence. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like. It's big time, it's brother. Really nuts how big and 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 uh, too big for its britches. This game was came in with a lot of like everybody cares about Halo, and we decided to do a second one. And uh oh, we rushed it. We had to get it out the door. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's uh,
1: it's funny how big of a deal this game is, yet how much. The people making it um, struggled and Mm. uh, had to deliver a product that was going to be like the biggest game of all time. Um, The hype for Halo 2 could not have been higher. I mean, November 9th,
0: 2004. (laughs) That's the release date, right? That's tattooed on a person. That's tattooed on a man. A man out there has that tattooed on him because it was such a dumb big deal that this game was going to come out.
1: Yeah. Uh, I uh, I want to apologize real quick to my teachers uh, at Benville High School. That's where I went to high school. Um, I did not show up for school. Yeah, For this release,
0: I did, I and I brought school. my Halo Two booklet. I've read. That's really weird, Matt. Doesn't you make just... any sense. But I, because I was a dumb goody two shoes who wasn't allowed to skip school for anything, barely even if I was sick. I was. I brought sickness to school because my wow. parents have this awful sense of authority, boating on their whole lives because they worked for Walmart. Anyways, um, <laughs> 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 I I didn't get to skip school with everybody else, uh, but I just waited. To get home and play this game, yeah, yeah,
1: it was. Uh, I th- I played the entire campaign the day this came out uh,
0: from start to finish that I'm day. Sorry. How did that feel? Let's just get into that real quick. Uh, uh, in the moment in the moment at the time in your hype in your hypey ninth grade brain. How did that dude, feel? In okay, this is a fun start to this conversation. So
1: at in on November 9th, two thousand four when Halo two came out and I played the entire campaign in one day the hype was like a wave cresting (laughs) and i was just surfing into the bay baby i didn't bat an eye at this game all i did was talk about how much i loved it to Uh it and the game talked about how much it loved itself yeah and we were all just high on (laughs) halo 2 I had zero problems with the game. I probably got done playing it and was like, greatest game of all time. All yep. of games belong in the trash can right. where they will now live. Halo 2 is my new dad, you know? This is
0: literally zeitgeist of the game. Like this oh, is, yeah. it, got, it got so far ahead of itself that it just like, I think a lot of people probably wouldn't actually be able to tell you their criticisms of this game because if they haven't played it in a long time yeah like all there was was the hype all there was was the hype and there was no avoiding that yeah and yeah the hype was it was big it was real
1: it was like a a tangible hype yeah um and i would say it's hype that i i miss the hype i'll tell you that much yeah i don't think i could ever get as hyped for anything as uh as much as i got hyped I was uh, surprised
0: how unique to this time period this level of hype was. Uh, I I I noted that statistic earlier of like this is among the highest things. Um it is followed up by basically a string of the pre-2010s Call of Duty games. Like all, every mm-hmm. single like for like 6 or 7 years Call of Duty one up one up itself for like weekend releases over and over and over again and then GTA V is like the end of that era and GTA five marks like the last crazy day one release that people have like reported widely on. And since then Mm. you've seen like, I think it's, it's probably more because of like digital downloads and I don't know that like, yeah, the numbers might be weirder. There was a, just that period in time where, games were getting very popular and the only way to get them was to go to that midnight release and that's like there was a midnight release decade that halo 2 sort of led off like started off yeah exactly yeah
1: yeah i didn't want to wait at night for a game um (laughs) i actually don't i think i i I think i waited at night for it at a walmart and that's how i got it um i got the i this is also like okay so we were 14 when this came out. That's how old we were, I think. Probably. I think that's exactly... 15, I think, I, like I, think I had just turned 15. That's what you it had, was. I had just yes. turned 15. This was... I was still at an age where, you know, I would watch E3 every right. year. And at E3, uh, they could just lie to you. And <laughs> you didn't know you were being lied to because you were too young. <laughs> and you had just gotten here. You had just showed up to this video game party. And these giant corporations would just look at you and be like... Anyways, let's just, like, tell you some, like, big, big old lies yeah, so you get yeah. really excited for this game. Um, <laughs> that was happening. The Halo 2 E3 demo is sort of a lie. It's sort of yes. not a lie um, a- as well. There's a really good Digital Foundry video y- that you should watch uh, where they break down uh, the Halo 2 E3 demo, which was just huge. This demo yeah. was such a big moment um, for just me and my little weird life. Uh <laughs> but the game is doing a lot of trickery yeah. um the game also is only the e3 demo at that right. point that was like a really wild thing to learn i remember i learned that from the special documentary dvd that came with my steelbook special edition halo 2 <laughs> copy uh i'm invested in this one y'all yeah. um in a personal way uh but yeah i i didn't realize that e3 demos were not like like, I, I thought it's like they're working on the game and then, yeah. you know, daddy Microsoft shows up to be like, all right, what can, can show we take us? some of this game you've been working on yeah. to show at E3? And that's not how it works at all. Yeah,
0: well, and that's the dark th- thing about this game, too, is like the development of this game was kind of awful for everybody involved. And it's hilarious to me now in in severe retrospect and not involved in it at all that like they were they did not have time. To make all of that. I mean, you've seen this again, right? Cyberpunk. This is like much more intensive the version of the story, totally. but like developers are spending all this time to make marketing materials instead of making yeah. the video game. Yeah, dude. The marketing is actively infringing on their ability to create the video game they're being tasked with making. And that this is like a huge example of that of like, oh, we have to make this big E3 demo. That is not the video game that we're making. Right. Right. And of course,
1: so the E3 demo um, is a level that is very similar to a level that makes it into the final game. However, a lot of the tech showed off, especially the lighting, yeah. Um, is just not in the game, though. Like, right. it, it's just like, that's not what the game looks like, basically. Yeah. Um, And I realize now that's like such a quaint thing to say, like, well, yeah, of right. course, the E3 gam- do. demo doesn't look like the final game now they even tell you you know what right. i mean like e e3 demo will start to be like does not represent the final product or whatever mm-hmm. but this was like the first time someone could kind of just like show stuff and be like yeah that's that's it that's how the game works right um it did it did i i do want to say though it did accurately show off like new features that did make it into the game things like destructible vehicles and yep. dual, dual wielding, wielding and yeah. stuff like that um but we kind of went right into the to the history of halo 2 we should sum up
0: what ha- what is Halo 2. Yeah, well, exactly. I mean, two episodes ago, you listened to Halo episode. It's a first-person shooter. Halo 2 is that again, uh, mm-hmm. but this time, boy, we take it way more seriously, and we, we mean it this time. Um, yeah. From a storyline perspective, they just sort of have to shoehorn in a plot because Halo 1 did not put very much time and effort into the lore, um, mm-hmm. maybe to its benefit, but maybe as a just like whatever, they were just making a game. But this one, they had to suddenly decide that like, this is a big series, this is going to be a trilogy, so this is yeah. the middle part of a trilogy. And now we have to put in a whole bunch more work into the lore. There was a not-revealed-before-release aspect of the campaign. You play actually half of it as Master Chief and half of it as an elite, one of the villains in the first game. Now you're going mm-hmm. to play as them, and you're going to learn about the inner dynamics of the Covenant. When uh, we will get into, like, whether or not that's well-executed later. But that was the hook of this game is like, hey, actually, there's two sides to this story. Let's learn a little bit more about what the Covenant is and why all this matters. Um, And then from the multiplayer perspective, this game was going to be uh, basically the first big flagship for Xbox Live, or uh, Xbox Live. It was actually supposed to be a launch title for Xbox Live, but- um, some diehard people within the development said, absolutely not. You will kill us, and it will be a catastrophic failure if we release this game when Xbox Live ships. Uh, we cannot do it, and some people saved, saved what little of the game they could uh, to mm-hmm. postpone it to November 9th, 2004. Um, November when... 9th. <laughs> <laughs> when, when they could uh, actually release it. So this was basically the first console online uh, game that like mattered to people. The first proper big deal Mm -hmm. online console game and... The first real instance of an online matchmaking system. Before this point on PC multiplayer games, you had to find servers, you would connect. There was, I mean, in old days, you had to like literally look up IP stuff and people would make clan websites and you could, like, it was like you had to be a little bit of a coder brain to get into the stuff. And it slowly got easier and easier to just like have a server with like a server network within the game this one is there's not even servers you say I want to play and we will match you with people at a similar skill level to you and you will just start playing with them and that was like monolithic in what it was bringing to the table
1: it was a big deal but yeah yeah they did not uh, xbox live launched like two years before so that would have been completely disastrous for halo 2 to come out um at at that point Uh, love me some mech assault though that was that was the big (laughs) for me that was the getting into xbox live game was uh freaking mech assault man that's a great game um so yeah halo 2 has you know closer to modern ideas of uh online multiplayer um and i would say in some ways uh not to you know give it too much credit well actually i will give it i I'll, i'll risk giving it too much credit um I think it sort of invented the modern idea of, uh, matchmaking. It did. Um, yeah, absolutely. If, if it didn't invent it, 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 at least, uh, popularized and polished it to such an extent where other, you know, yeah. it be- just became standard like, right. Oh, okay, well this is how it works. There's, you have your, you know, rating for however good the, the, you know, game thinks you are at this game. Right. And then you get matched against players of a similar skill level. Um, it's wild that it worked as well as it did. Right. Um, it's i would say the multiplayer uh is the stronger and more important aspect of halo 2 Um, this is where i feel like the campaigns really kind of start to suffer as like from just the idea of well there's also the multiplayer though you know if you go back to halo 1 episode we talked about how the multiplayer was really fun but it was also kind of an afterthought they just sort of like did it you know like six months before the game shipped they were like all right well we'll do we'll figure out the multiplayer yeah and they just kind of put it together and it worked because the fundamentals were so strong going forward in this series it feels like the multiplayer is kind of a a focus of the yeah. team and then the campaign sort of plays off of that right. which is different um, than than it was in Halo. Well, and,
0: and and the focus, uh, honestly, in researching more about Halo Two, I I feel like I did a disservice, uh, to Halo One in talking it up too much because we were super into that multiplayer. But learning that actually a lot of people barely engaged with the multiplayer of Halo One in in mm-hmm. its it at the time, like people weren't. People weren't whole like we were holding LAN parties, but that was not a universal experience for everybody. So, sure. to me, the the memories are incredibly fun and that's when the game was at its best, but that was actually a hard thing to accomplish for a lot of people. And I think the story of Halo and then games that take inspiration from Halo are taking what PC gaming and especially PC first-person shooters are able to do and like putting an Apple-style spin on it. Like, how do we make this incredibly easy to do? Yeah. And still get kind of the same experience. But just like you, a click of a button and you're there. Matchmaking right. is that. Right. Uh, when we talk about Halo 3, we will have to talk about like how they introduce modding into like the modding scene that's just totally. on a PC like Halo decided actually people write really like doing custom games and custom maps and why don't we just make that a part of the game as well Halo 2 we're not there yet though right Halo 2 we're just that we can put this thing online on a console and make it very easy to play with other people online
1: and and however though that didn't really stop people from trying to make mm-hmm. you know uh, custom that's, that's some games beauty in the Halo 2 multiplayer. Of it to me, this is like yeah. the
0: perfect time period of like we're doing stuff that you didn't mean for us to do, but we do it like we're making and that's what Halo like we talked about that with Halo 1 of like they didn't mean for the game to be much at all and everybody loved it. Halo 2 is like everybody's playing this and we're kind of messing with the bits and doing goofy yeah. stuff. Or at least we were. I don't know, maybe that's also not universal, but we wanted to just like goof around like crazy. Oh yeah, I mean we're goofballs Um, so playing Halo
1: 2 very seriously was something I I mean I think I I dipped my toes into that a little more than you did but we both I think enjoy um, a game that can be played seriously and be played in a goofy way at the same time and Halo 2 didn't you know this was before uh you had things like uh like the zombies mode for right. halo or like uh what do they call it griff ball
0: or yeah. or joust yeah. well there's griff ball that's hilarious yeah there's a button and and like rocket hogs and all or uh what's yeah. it called rocket i don't know all, there's so yeah. many goofy so, so game so modes that, that, that become like a part of halo 3 but halo right. 2 was like you just did that like we j- people just invented zombies and started playing it in halo 2 and like force like as if it was like a backyard game like okay now you have to switch teams so that you can be on the zombie team and you go grab a sword so that you can right. be a zombie and it's like right. you had to like force set it, up. it to happen oh yeah
1: yeah but those i mean that kind of make your own fun out of a game that doesn't you know necessarily have a, a set path for you to do this yeah uh, kind of had its own charm right um do we want to talk about InSync Chat Room 9? <laughs> you want sure, to talk let's, about NSYNC let's do that 9? real quick. Yeah. <laughs> you go so ahead. So I just want to tell you real quick about a game that we used to play in Halo 2 that was really fun uh, that we called InSync Chat Room 9. And it was me and my friend uh, Blake who I've not talked to since high school. So I have not spoken <laughs> to this person that, that long. But we made up a game where um, there was one of the bigger maps which were always the goofier maps or the bigger ones. Um, there was a big kind of winter map where there was a system of caves on the sides. Um, and it was a big map, so of course there were vehicles. Um, so this was a game meant to be played with, uh, you could play it with 1v1, you could play it with three players, you could play it with four players. Um, but one person plays as the cave troll um, and they have <laughs> like uh, active camouflage, they have uh, overshield so that they can't be seen and they're very strong and yeah. they have a rocket launcher yeah the other team is in a warthog and their job is to just drive around they're on a sunday drive chatting and having they're on a sunday <laughs> drive having an in sync chat room nine um talking about their love for the group in sync and then the cave troll kills them <laughs> and that's all that happens and there's not really like a winner
0: Like I would say, there's not really like, you don't really get points in Halo 2. This this is the more like, we would create a custom map and just hope people would join it or whatever. But there was also stuff like, you'd join a a legitimate multiplayer matchmaking thing, and you'd be like, hey, come here, hey, you, 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 you right there, stranger, come here you're you mm-hmm. you 2 are getting married and you have to stand inside the base and you're and we're gonna oh, have a man, wedding no, you're talking you're talking about the other uh variant
1: of that was in sync chat room 13 yeah where we there was this one level it was just a joke it was just a joke because there was one level that had um doors that opened slowly yeah. and we just thought that was so funny they were like physics-based <laughs> doors where you could run through it and so we to make fun of the doors we would play this game where we would uh tell people what to do as if it was going to be like a wedding scene and they would always think like oh these guys are being so weird but then it would always result in this really funny moment where the bride slowly walks through the doors that (laughs) open so tenderly (laughs) um and people would always laugh, like, they would be like, oh, this is actually pretty funny, even though yeah. these guys are being, like, so weird. <laughs> I mean, we would get people to do that type of stuff, too, because, yeah. you know, in Halo, um, in Halo 2, this is the early days of games being taken seriously as a sport. Right. You know, you, you had, like, stuff like StarCraft and stuff like that, but this is kind of games are serious sports making, like, a, like a another step appearance. forward. Yeah. And the thing is, Halo Two was like so big that there were a lot of people playing it yeah. to just screw around. You right. know what I mean? that yeah. weren't even playing it that seriously.
0: Um, and we were definitely those people, yeah, basically well, and we were I were those people for doing me. That. I was never I'm never gonna get good at these games. I'm not gonna play them enough and I'm also just yeah. not good enough at them. And I have a bad trigger in my brain. That means when I'm trying to get good, it just makes me mad and it's a it's a disastrous outcome. So I am always better served doing weird stuff instead and just getting goofy and, and I don't know, having fun. (laughs) I don't have fun when the game uh, is serious, uh, but I do have lots of fun when, when we're goofing around. Um, I wanted to, to, to circle back just to sell one last idea that um, it's funny that like some good, great stuff came out of this. Like even the matchmaking itself um, as a system, like it works, but they almost didn't include it in the game. Like there were some people within the development trying to push back on it. And like, that is a huge part of the story of halo 2's development is like there there was not cohesion to, it's a, it's a miracle that halo 2 works at all basically yeah right right yeah and i i i definitely feel that um and and i feel like you can tell in some of the systems where when now in playing them back you're like this 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 feels really half that the the main thing that comes to mind is dual wielding is introduced and it feels like nothing is done with it it just exists and there's no benefit to dual wielding it's just like what if you looked cool because you held two guns (laughs) that's it that is the extent to the uh, (laughs) effort they put into this mechanic uh destructible vehicles are, are present but like Especially in the single player, it is like an active and like it's in your way all the time that your vehicles can explode and makes many of the vehicle portions my least favorite thing in any campaign in a video game. Like I hate Mm -hmm. it so much because you'll go around a corner and just like Wraith blows you up. That's it. All right, try again, idiot. Like Halo 2 has destructible vehicles, but
1: they are like not sure that you know that they're (laughs) destructible the whole time. That's how I think about it. Like it's like the game every couple seconds is like, these vehicles can blow up. Here, look, we just blew up one right there. Look, also, look, you got in your warthog and now 20 seconds later, your warthog
0: looks like crap. (laughs) Everything is falling off of it. As if a single bullet can knock the fender off you like the bumper <laughs> falls off your because a bullet hit it. it's like this is made out of a paper bag uh and yeah they're just, a little too destructible that's the right. critique here they are they're very very destructible in the multiplayer i think it makes sense because they're actually balancing for the fact that in replaying halo 1 multiplayer i think i learned just how uh how powerful the vehicles are in Halo 1. I did not oh, even yeah. realize it, but, like, yeah, yeah. putting a tank on Blood Gulch is like, well, now the game's over, because someone has a tank, and that's, like, almost impossible to deal with without, well, without and, like, a sniper. And, and especially with the, yeah, or a sniper,
1: or, like, you just have to pistol them right. them sitting in the, t- it the feel, tank. It just it feels so goofy.
0: Yeah, it feels so goofy. It's so messy, compared to compared to Halo, Halo is 2 is like, okay, so you can blow it, or you can board them. Like, we've given you an answer to the vehicle problem of our right. multiplayer in Halo. So they are, it is being, in an effort to like balance things but uh in the campaign it just doesn't work um should we talk more about like should we should we hone in on the campaign and and what's going on with the story of halo two yeah let's let's have let's have just a
1: single player conversation about halo two um we've already covered well
0: actually we haven't covered what you thought of it back in the day what did you think of the day it? it was i didn't um i didn't I didn't play it solo like I wanted to play co-op with somebody Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. what I remember is I didn't touch the single player until we did like our first LAN of it and we did it was that kind of thing where like the LAN goes until like the wee hours right we're like playing multiplayer and stuff and then at like 2 a.m. people are starting to kind of tap out and that's when me and somebody else turned on the campaign and we did the campaign a bunch of it that night and probably I finished it later and it was like a complete afterthought to me like I'm just I wasn't paying attention to the story because I'm playing it right. co-op with somebody else with like a bunch of other people in the room right right and if I ever replayed it it was in a similar circumstance of like hey me and somebody else like I, I don't think I ever played the campaign solo because I did not that's not what I cared about with Halo even if like it was hyping up all of the new story it's just like I just didn't care the only thing in coming back to this episode that I could remember before starting the play through is like, I know there's a pretty cool section where you get on a big walking spider. And that felt big, like it was that felt like a big because yeah, yeah. you jump on this big moving thing. And I remember the final boss fight sucks. And that's like all I remembered from the Halo 2 campaign, which to me is why like what speaks to like it's that they're putting a lot of effort into the writing of this thing that makes no impact on my brain at all. Right. So, so yeah, back in the day, you, you basically experienced
1: it kind of not really paying a lot of attention Mm -mm. and you just remember a couple big moments and then like some annoying parts. Yeah. Um, back in the day, as I said, it was, I was surfing the hype and I thought it was (laughs) great in the greatest game of all time. Yeah. Um, let's, what do we think about it now? How do we feel about the Halo 2 campaign in 2021?
0: Still think the plot is uh nothing just boy uh, they they care so much it it's and i've seen this comparison made by other people and you really feel it it feels like the star wars prequels level of like here's a bunch of really Sidetracky lore dumps that you do not care about and are not it's instead of trade yeah. negotiations it's interreligion conflict it's like just this weird like well but our sect of this well, religion here, cares here, about this and yeah let's be specific for people that
1: maybe haven't i mean like for, for, for who ha- i don't know if you haven't played halo 2 i'm not sure this episode will be very fun at all but the difference to me between halo 1 and halo 2 as far as um story is that halo 1 is just, to me, about an interesting situation that the characters find themselves in. They yep. crash-landed on a mysterious ring. Right. It's very elevator-pitchable.
0: Like any great action movie that's action-focused that's going to have action beats, the script is just a vehicle to make cool action beats happen and should not overly bog the viewer down because what we're mostly concerned with is the spectacle of the thing. Yeah that's my take on action movies and action video games yes and the motivations
1: for the characters are things that just are simple like survival like they're just trying to make it to the thing get out um when they you know in in halo one there is a a a small amount of lore there there is the point where you find out what halo is for and then that helps get us to the finale of like destroying the ring and why we should do that. But then that is literally
0: a plot point only to service. We're going to the biggest explosion we can fathom is going to happen. That's going to be the thing. We're going to go out in a fiery blaze. Like that's the purpose of that plot point. It's just like, it's a big, scary weapon. So
1: let's blow it up. Right. And, and uh, let me give you a sample of some of the noises that the bad guys make um, (laughs) real quick. Uh, This is what, here's what, here's what the bad guys sound like in Halo 1. Yeah. Yeah that's what they sound like. <laughs> they make noises like that. Uh-huh. At the very beginning of Halo 2, I believe it's the first scene. Yeah. The Covenant are not saying "wart wart." <laughs> they're talking to each other like they're real people. Yeah. And one of them's played by Keith David, who is a real person. And just right away, the seriousness of the investment in the world of Halo has
0: like to me increased Tenfold, I would say. Yeah. Because in a way, you cannot be prepared for. Like, you cannot be ready for how quickly they're going to dive into this, like, religious nonsense. Yeah, it's like without the hype, it's so wild to
1: me starting Halo 2 and feeling this sense of how much Halo 2 was sort of in love with itself. You know what I mean? Like, in in a way that Halo 1 wasn't going to be because halo one was just some people making some game like yeah. they had they didn't know it was a hit already they didn't know that that this was the new intellectual property to yeah. be explored they didn't know they were making like
0: a, something that they thought was like the new star wars right. or something like I'll that. i'll summarize this in one character uh, yeah. and it, it's like a it's it's a flanderization is what happens immediately between Halo 1 and Halo 2. Cortana in Halo 1 is an AI. Like, it's just this little AI chip that lives in your brain, and she talks to you. And because she's an AI, she kind of has her own what, like personality. And so they make her a little bit sassy. She, every once in a while, says something kind of sassy. But mostly, she's there to explain plot points to you. She gets to interface with all of the technology. So she just tells you... She's just there to ex- do exposition. And in Halo 2... She's constantly doing crazy amounts of exposition because yeah. there's no other way for them to present this information to you. And they're trying to add a lot of lore very and the, quickly. The, and the story and is, is much more complicated. The so story is a much more complicated. More and, and she's literally just explaining it all to you. And when she's not doing that... All she's doing are annoying little quips about like, well, they, they didn't expect we were coming in here. We're going to show them like, let's really pop them once. Like, and that's it. Those are like the two parts of her character is lore dump and mm-hmm. sassy thing to say. And yeah. it's because like the writers were like, well, she was sassy in a lore dump in Halo 1. So let's like really lean in and people will be OK with it because they that's what they love about her. Everybody loves her. Everybody loves this game. Like mm-hmm. it feels feeds off of the energy the Zeitgeist is putting into it. So basically I would say that that
1: we both kind of agree that at this point there's there's too much story and what's there isn't very interesting. At the same time though, it's a story that doesn't finish itself. It is right. it is a it is a, middle, a middle chapter in the most extreme way right um to the extent that the ending is a complete cliffhanger Huge almost cliffhanger. to the point where it feels like there isn't even an ending it right. kind of just the story stops and then and it wasn't be supposed up again. to
0: be the ending of halo 2 it was supposed there was supposed right. to be a more concrete ending of halo 2 and they decided to end it there because they couldn't do the Make other more stuff game. they wanted to yeah. do yeah as far as the gameplay goes in the single player though what do we how do how do we feel so, about that for me mechanically um in in halo 1 like I had the memories, and then in replaying it, I the the memories felt like when you're a little kid and everyone's taller than you, and you're like, and then later you go back and meet the same uncle, and they're not nearly as tall. You're like, whoa, I thought you were way <laughs> bigger, but like you're still a nice guy, you're still a nice uncle, you're still my uncle, and you're still cool, still to my hang uncle. With, but you're just not as tall. That was my that was my take on Halo One. Is like, man, assault on the control, the maw. all these big levels with these big moments that were fun, and it's like they were still fun, but they were not nearly as long as I remember. Right. Halo Two is the opposite where it's like I don't remember I only remember that spider part and then you do the spider part and I replayed it and it's like this took way too long like this took way longer for me and also wasn't a big deal at all and then all the other moments that I remember or now having replayed it like the on foot level stuff when you're just running around with guns is generally deeply repetitive um, and and people complain about that with Halo 1, but my biggest gripe with Halo 2, and I was complaining about this constantly, is it is so directionless. Because here's what happens in Halo 2 constantly. Because they're selling you more on the multiplayer than the single player, Halo 2 likes to drop you in an environment that feels like a multiplayer map and is probably loosely tied to a multiplayer map. They drop you in it, and they say, defend this position. And that, never, that almost never happened in Halo 1. Halo 1 you come upon a position that they hold and they're all set up in position. And now you have to work your way through the environment. And halo two is just like, we're going to randomly spawn enemies until we decide we're done with this part of the the game. We're just going to keep spawning enemies and make you shoot them and kill them. And, um, not, provide very good signposting of how long that's going to take and when you're done. Like there were times literally where, like I'm fighting, I'm fighting, I'm fighting. And I didn't know if I was in an endless wave because occasionally there are parts where it's literally going to just keep throwing enemies at you until you move on until to the you next move checkpoint. Yeah. But we didn't tell you there's a checkpoint and there's no visual indicator to show you that there's a checkpoint. We didn't put anything on the screen. So what ends up happening over the course of like a long play of this game is I constantly do not know if I'm supposed to move forward or if I'm supposed to stay put. And it makes me lose any level of investment in what is happening, um, gameplay wise like tactically what am i meant sure. to do not even storyline just like go from point a to point b i don't know if i'm going from point a to point b what am i doing what am i doing in this mission what is the goal am i trying to get out am i trying to save somebody am i trying to uh, like i never know what's happening in halo 2 because of that disconnect of like it never really signposts things for you yeah my yeah
1: my i would i would agree with uh, basically everything you're saying um and i would add that the it, it's particularly egregious to me the way that the enemies in halo 2 they just spawn yeah like right out of eyesight you know yeah. like i mean <laughs> video games are not real i just want to say that to people yeah, they sure. they don't actually exist and the enemies are just appearing out of thin air and then you encounter them that's yeah. what's happening every time 100% of all the enemies because they're not they're not really there or whatever in halo 2 it's like they put the enemy spawn point in your vision. Like right. you can see it. You could go stand by where the enemy spawn and just watch them spawn into the world yeah, and then fight them. And that really kind of, it just feels um, really kind of slapdash. Yeah, it you know, feels really because really cheap.
0: It's, yeah, that it does. Se- there's, there's, the, literally, this happens to you right away too. The second level, which also the structure of this game, like, levels kind of blend together much more like really it's every two missions is one mission kind of But in the the second mission, which is like the middle of the first mission, you land on Earth and you get dropped in this area and you're going to be in that area for basically the entirety of this one mission. And you can go and look down. You're like on a street, right? You're in the middle of a city. You can look down a street and see emptiness. It just goes. And it's not a very good environment anyways. Like it's just kind of this bland looking building with a road in between the two buildings. You can look down that and see it's like, okay, that's like a football field, right? That's a hundred yards down that way. There's nothing there. You can walk away and three seconds later a wave of enemies will come from around that corner that you were just at just looking at and you're like well okay so this is like a weird it it stops feeling like a campaign and it starts feeling like a mode they would later introduce which is literally just that like an endless horde like and that can be a gameplay thing if that's what you're telling people you're doing but that's not how the campaign is supposed to feel in this but it often does just feels like you're waiting out waves of enemies to spawn
1: and I want to go ahead, I know we're not in the ranking part, but I want to go ahead and compare this to Halo 1, where the campaign is, I think, so well-crafted that there is atmosphere. Yeah. Like, if 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 I feel like the enemies are just kind of being thrown at me real slapdash, and if I feel like the uh, environments feel kind of padded and long, that was sort of also something you were saying, Matt, of like they're just kind of long stretches in the campaign where it feels like i'm not doing anything differently it's just that this takes a long time the best example you brought up actually was the tank section where you have to go across a long bridge yeah um this is also i think in the third mission which is kind of just part two of the second area (laughs) um but uh you get a tank okay tank section we remember these from halo one this tank section involves going across just a very, very, very long bridge, um, <laughs> which is like a weird thing to harp on. But I, I feel that's like it. Halo One—nothing to engage that's it. with. That's there. all that's going yeah. on. It's just enemies on a bridge, and yep. the bridge is quite long. Well, um, and, and it's and add it's probably hiding for a loading. Right. Like aspect, like it's probably loading some oh, stuff man. that you're about that's, to encounter.
0: That's getting, okay, man, that gets into the, like the things I want to go crazy about this because that's the other part of Halo games, right? Is these big vehicle sections. There's the on yes. foot stuff and then there's the big vehicle stuff. And the vehicle stuff, I would say across the board, Halo 1 and Halo 2, the vehicle stuff is generally not clear out the area, right? The vehicle stuff yeah. is like traverse through. There's crazy Move stuff forward. Yeah. Move forward. Yes. And that is generally true. That's when the destructible vehicles just drives you absolutely crazy because, first off, in Halo 2, there's absolutely no way you could even try to clear out the areas, especially at higher difficulties. Your vehicle will not survive long enough. the, The vehicle combat is not quite precise or good enough to be able to handle that. So you are always better off racing through it. And randomly, you'll just get shot by like the thing that was especially there's later sections of the game. There's a there's like a covenant section where you're you're riding the ghost, the like hover bike of the of this universe. You're writing that through. And I, And I in starting it, I remembered, oh, my God, I remember this section from the first time I played it. And I hated it. And it took us three hours to do because we were playing like on Legendary back in the day. I'm just playing it on normal by myself. And it still was just like you round a corner and you get blown up. Because there's just too many vehicles in this section. They put too much... Like, they, they heard the things they did well in Halo 1 of, like, there's so much stuff going on, and there's inner they're inner fighting factions, right? The elites are fighting the flood, and you just have to get through it. There's way too much of that, where there's, like, it's just explosions going off everywhere around you, and every explosion that's anywhere near you shaves the front half of your car off. And it just feels, <laughs> like, way too much. And, and it feels like... I mean, I think the impact could have been that it's like, oh, it feels like you're getting out the skin of your teeth every single time. But it doesn't because I don't know, at least for me, I'm dying all the time I, when it when I get through the section. It feels like luck half the time that I just mm-hmm. like, well, OK, I didn't hit the weird little bumps along the way that were going to blow up my car. Yeah, um,
1: I'll also say that the boss fights that are included oh um, are very uh they can be really, I mean, I played, I played by myself on, uh, heroic. Actually, that's not true. I played some co-op with, uh, with Elena, which was great. My girlfriend, um, that was really fun. Uh, just to, just to experience oh, it was really good.
0: That's a thing um, though, too, is to say it real quick before you make your point. Yeah. Yeah. We should like, you should play Halo two co-op. It is base. It is significantly Probably, better designed. Yeah. There's th- the other thing is there's some vehicle sections where you're meant to not drive the vehicle oh sure. and when a, when an ai takes over the driving of the vehicle it is hell. yeah you don't want to do that it's the, but worst.
1: the we, we can't hold the that too hard against them because that's like that was just true. like i don't even know why this is included i can't this well is that's like why i can't hold it it's like this is
0: bad this is a horrible yeah. section <laughs> like this is a horrible design
1: should, it, they just shouldn't even have that as an option you should just have to drive i guess yeah. um but uh so the boss fights um there's not that many of
0: them well that's not true actually there there's are like six or there's there's a handful. It's just some of them are so dumb that they don't even feel like a boss fight because they're over right. so quickly. That's the problem. Right.
1: Um some of them I would say are way too long on uh on heroic. Um yeah. there's one where you have to fight a guy who's in a flying chair and you fight him by <laughs> ripping his chair and punching him. That took me way too long yeah. essentially to complete Man. um the final boss fight in particular like it's just that that level of encounter is just not working yet in halo and i don't know if it ever does actually no, i don't think it does i think i, don't, for- I haven't played halo 4 or halo 5 cuz i True. so i can't True. speak to that and i think halo 5 has a big thing with big bosses really actually i, I think I, that's like I a big part like of it
0: first person shooters for a long time struggled with how to do a boss fight outside of like like A boss fight is almost intrinsically has to be a big thing that's a bullet sponge. Like, that's when boss fights are generally better. Unless, and we've seen this more recently unless your game has a lot of really good, like, movement tech, you know, like sliding and dodging and jumping and all, like, if you can get that stuff, then if your boss is also doing that, you're trying to outmaneuver the boss. But in Halo, every single time, it just feels like kind of like an Elder Scrolls style, just, like, run backwards and shoot them for long enough so that it works, and then eventually... Like, almost none of the boss fights have any sort of good enough gimmick to them that it feels Mm -hmm. like you're outmaneuvering them. The final boss on normal is like such a nothing burger that the game ends in a wet fart. It's just so just nothing. Like it's too, it is so too easy because if you've gotten decent at the game, which boy, halo two really requires you get good at headshots by the end because the big enemies that you end up fighting the last third of the game are these brutes. And if you don't snipe their heads, they are way too hard to kill they are uh, like it's just not the way to kill them unless like bombs or snipes that's how you kill these brutes or whatever um and so it necessitates that you get pretty decent at that and if you get decent at that guess what the end boss fight just do that like a hand more times than normal but just keep sniping him and he goes down pretty easy just keep your distance and all he has is a big stupid hammer like easy to keep away from it just becomes nothing and that's how so many of the boss fights felt is like they built up to this big moment That feels like nothing and it feeds into that thing you've been doing already of like i'm just waiting out the spawns i'm just waiting for the boss fight to end and it just feels like nothing ever happens in halo 2
1: i think i want to be fair uh i want to try and think about uh times where halo 2 actually does have some good uh atmosphere yeah um there is an arbiter level where you're like going further into this installation that that where i actually there's some things i don't like about it like there are these long, uh, like, gondola sections where yeah. you're just, like, on a moving gondola. That's fine. Um, but there are moments in that section of the game where there is, like, I would say tension and suspense as yeah. far as what are you going to find in
0: here um, right. and stuff like that. I think the big um, thing that Halo 2 does really well is they, in many instances, built these huge, like, Awe inducing environments, right? Like, it's the scale of it is often Mm -hmm. crazy huge. But the problem is, they didn't put like gameplay into that. They built way bigger, cooler stuff and then didn't fill it out with like a to me what feels like should be like the gameplay hook like the the pathing of how you're supposed to get to that area feels like nothing it's just like yeah 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 it's very obvious that you go from here to here but look how big it is look how much stuff is going on around right. you but there's right. not a gameplay thing to get you from point a to point b you compare it to a quake level it's like quake levels are tight and little but you are maneuvering through that in very specific ways and you have to find very intentional ways to interact with the environment. And it doesn't feel like any of that. To me, it feels like that mentality of, look at how big and bombastic and huge this game is. Look at That's where all their resources went is just further trying to convince you that this game is a big deal without giving you anything that actually makes you enjoy it. I
1: think even you compared it to Quake. I, I could just compare it to Halo 1 and say that in Halo 1... The environments are smaller but the enemies are placed more intentionally yeah um in a way that feels a lot smarter from a design perspective um whereas yeah halo 2 often feels like kind of just like a like a deluge of things yeah. and big area big it's it's bigger not necessarily better yeah. um i think when it comes to the single player Um, do we have anything else we want to say about the multiplayer because we were much we're much more positive about the multiplayer yeah i I don't have much multiplayer changed everything basically yeah
0: i don't have much more to say because i think we covered the idea that like matchmaking changed a lot there was really fun things you could do it is still a physics-based first-person shooter so really wacky things get to happen all the time and that's always very very fun um I do think the destructible vehicles work much better in multiplayer where it's like a, it feels like a balanced mechanic. Um, and I, I think that halo two doesn't do anything major in the multiplayer aside from just introducing matchmaking, but on a, on a gameplay level, it feels like more halo and a little bit better balanced weapons basically like the the pistol isn't <laughs> this awful like blight on the balance <laughs> of the game like now right. you can kind of pick up almost any weapon and do pretty well there's one pretty broken combo that's the plasma pistol and then you switch to your battle rifle and you kill things instantly that's about as bad as it gets in halo 2 and that requires a little bit of skill in its own right so you know they
1: did they did patch that right. so that it's not Even as then bad it as fixed. it was when halo 2 first came out right. but yeah no you're 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 correct. I, I will say this: I do think that there was a lot of really good uh, multiplayer map design yes, in Halo absolutely. Two. Absolutely, they're very um, good maps, and there there uh, a lot of the DLC maps. Even I think kind of kept that going. Um, I'm not going to say every single map was great no. because I can't remember them all perfectly off the top of my head. Um, but there was a lot of winners in there. I still, though, for me in the legacy sense halo 2 is this game that did a lot of things first and it did a lot of things big and loud yep. Yep. um i don't think it got the little details uh perfect and i think when it comes to talking about the halo series i think it is uh not the best example of any aspect
0: exactly. of it you know that, what i mean that's my big problem with it is if we're talking about things that it it had to add or change i don't actually think so think it adds or changes hardly anything except for the presence of matchmaking. And matchmaking is a big deal from an industry perspective, but outside of that, like it doesn't, it's not until Halo three that we get like this crazy map customization engine. That's like, Whoa, that is noteworthy. And how big of a deal it is that you can like change stuff that much and make your own gameplay modes and all that. Halo two doesn't have any of that kind of stuff. And so just looking at like the difference between Halo two and Halo one is it just doesn't feel like that much except for halo 2 likes itself more
1: yeah yeah you you were calling this out though that that uh while you were playing the halo 2 campaign all of the like Marines in the game, like just the incidental NPC helper buddies are just constantly talking about how big of a deal this is. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like your buds are just like, wow, this is, it's crazy. It's almost as if they're looking at you being like, I can't believe we're in Halo two right now. (laughs) How lucky are we to be in Halo two? Which in on November 9th, 2004 probably seemed like exactly the right thing for them to say, but now it's 2021 you yep. know and, it and it's been it's it. been a long time and it doesn't hit
0: yep. the same way well um, we've gone we've gone really ranking long time. on yeah. on everything else so let's try to rank this one pretty fast uh <laughs> definitely i it will it obviously will not go higher than halo combat evolved it is it is sure even though the multiplayer is a little bit better the single player is so much worse it can't go above that so it's worse Dude, than Master chief
1: the, who is the bouncer for my imagined top 100 between Halo Combat Evolved and Super Mario Brothers uh-huh. 3, is not going to let his yeah. brother, his <laughs> weird brother, Halo 2, through. It's like, listen, you were a big yeah. deal back in the day, but it's been a long time, yeah. okay? And, and I, I think yeah. we can
0: knock it down a handful of pegs. I mean, obviously not Quake. Uh, jumping around, obviously not even as a second game in a three-game trilogy. Let's look at it between Mass Effect 2. I think Mass Effect 2 clearly stands on its own better than Halo 2 does. Even though Halo 2's multiplayer is quite good, the single players compared to each other—holy cow! It, there's no compare. Like, like Halo 2 is a hundred miles below Mass Effect 2's single player.
1: Well, just just so that the listeners know the list, we're jumping around a lot, Matt, and I want to make sure that they understand. So, the current list as of now is number one, Super Mario Brothers 3, number two, Halo Combat Evolved, number three, Quake, number four, Hyper Light Drifter, number five, Crusader Kings 3, number six, Mass Effect 2, number seven, Outrun, number eight, Mass Effect 1, number nine, War of the Monsters. Where does Halo 2 belong on that list? I don't know. I, I um, think
0: it's lower than I ever would have thought when I was in high school. I, I do think it's below Mass Effect Two. I think it's in that s- that seven or less, okay, seven or lower area. Where, yeah, do you, I, do
1: you agree? I, I, I do agree yeah. that it is uh, that I do not like it as much as I like uh, Mass Effect Two. Yeah. Um, Mass Effect Two is reaching for things that it can't quite deliver on. Yeah. But the things that it's reaching for, I'm really excited about. Whereas Halo Two was just this massive. Like here, here's this great big thing. Yeah, we had to put it together very fast, and it was kind of falling apart at the seams. Right, but here it is. You know, it has one major revolution, but in every way, I mean, it is just to me the Halo franchise uh, as a whole kind of made Halo Two obsolete. Yes, like, absolutely. The, the, you just so, can't really get. Uh, it's it's the best spot for nothing, basically. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I want to skip a conversation about Outrun and just I want to see if we can if if we can decide that Halo 2 belongs under Mass Effect 1, then I think we know where it goes. But I, d- I don't know how I feel about it above or below Mass Effect 1. So I'd like, mm. I want to hear what you think first. I think I would put it above Mass Effect
1: 1. Here's why. I think Halo 2. Uh, well, first of all, the legacy of it is so much greater than most of these games on this list in general so that's got to be worth something Mm -hmm. um i think mass effects legacy is uh a little more subtle (laughs) halo 2's legacy is big it's massive it's understandable uh the matchmaking thing really does spiral out into all of these different games um the multiplayer uh, was something I put a lot of time into and really loved back in the day yep. um, I still can play it and enjoy it in kind of a nostalgia way Right. Um, but it isn't my preferred method of playing even yeah, Halo, Halo 2 has the interesting
0: point. thing that suffers from if I want to feel a lot of nostalgia I'm going to go play Halo 1 mm-hmm. and then any other if I'm going to play any other Halo I'm probably going to play Halo 3 or maybe Reach but like sure. Halo 2 I don't know why I would play Halo 2 when everything that halo do- 2 does is in halo 3 and then is better in my yeah. opinion just to yeah. spoil what the halo 3 episode's gonna look like i guess <laughs> but... <laughs>
1: um well and that's you have not replayed halo 3 yeah yet I, in, I have not relived revived. that
0: campaign so i don't know but i, I right. we have replayed the multiplayer recently and yeah, that still hits right very good <laughs> but we're talking about halo 2 versus mass effect
1: so i think um I think that Halo, it's so hard because they're actually really similar story-wise. Yeah. Like, they have similar themes and stuff. And obviously, Mass Effect has a better story, executed much better with better characters. Yeah. I just think that Halo 2 is more fun than Mass Mm. Effect 1. Mass Effect 1 feels like kind of a chore now that I, I, like, it's a chore I'm interested in. And I feel like when I'm playing it, there's almost this... uh, this like it's like the same feeling i get when i'm watching like art films or like old classic movies yeah. where it's just as fascinating to think about what they're doing underneath the game right. than it is uh what you're actually playing um and i play through a lot of mass effect one being like "Oh, i'm excited about this playthrough in general i'm right. ready to get to mass effect two and then three Definitely. um in that way i feel like halo 2 is a little more complete as far as what i like about it yeah Um, it's not relying on the other games to give it meaning um halo 2 multiplayer is just fun even though i don't think it's the best i still think halo 2 multiplayer is fun right so in that way i think i'm going to give the edge to halo 2 for me
0: yeah i mean i I really struggle with it because to me like the fact that looking at it in history, the fact that Halo Two is not something I really care to return to because I could do other games. Whereas like Mass Effect One, there's at least a little bit of reason why I'll keep returning to it in the future, probably. Oh I mean, yeah, I I yeah. think I I think I have reasons why I would genuinely like to restart all of the Mass Effect series. Series, and that requires me restart Mass Effect One. I mean, it doesn't. I could do the comic, but I don't want to. Like I I actually do want to replay Mass Effect One. I'm I'm literally just about. At time of recording, I'm just about to finish my Mass Effect three play, so I'm finishing the series. And to me, Mass Effect one feels more important to that trilogy than Halo two to the trilogy of one, two, and three. I think two yeah. feels less important than any of the entries of Mass Effect due to well, each
1: if you're gonna, if if you're going to talk about it in terms of single player, it's no contest, right? You know what I mean? That's the problem. Like, I have to wait. You're just weighing, weighing about that multiplayer. The, story, the exactly. single player. I'm talking about the multiplayer but, only. But I'm
0: saying even within the multiplayer, that's my point. Is I just like, yes, Halo 2's multiplayer is good, but Halo 3 improves on it in every single way, and so I have no reason to return to Halo 2's multiplayer, even if it was good at the time. I would rather play Halo 3's multiplayer. Yeah. Does that seem I, off? Does that seem like a bad um weight assessment? Yeah. Um
1: no, I think I think it's a fair assessment. I think that Halo two as a multiplayer game maybe just meant more to me back in the day than it meant Uh to you that's um that's definitely so i think that's the i think that's the difference in our takes here is that i really loved the halo 2 multiplayer to an extent where like there's this thing that's keeping me from letting it be that far down on the list okay but i do think i do think you are you are making some
0: uh some strong points yeah, but um, I'm I'm into that being a take that that we lean on you for because and we didn't get in. We got into this before we started recording, but we haven't gotten into it yet of like for me, it's almost an, I, I almost have to conscientiously object to like being involved in a matchmaking discussion because I can't I I cannot engage with games at that level. I'm in yeah. my brain is incapable of enjoying that experience. And so I don't do it anymore. And so I have to lean on you. And how you felt about it to to let that like let this be above mass effect i don't think it's gonna go above outrun uh i'll say that i don't yeah because if i'm that. the one if i'm the if one deciding from mass, here on out I'm, I'm not letting it above outrun <laughs> but outrun i wouldn't is, either honestly i yeah. wouldn't either i i yeah. i think outrun's more important than even even though halo 2 did matchmaking like i think that matchmaking thing is something that we would have found even without halo 2 to be honest with you and and have sure. seen done like much better along the way it's just that they kind of they got a system in place but i think it gets much ba- better but in matt way that but is... matt don't you remember InSync chat room 9 don't you remember InSync <laughs> chat room 9 so fun you can have you goofy, can't do... stupid fun but it's in spite of halo is it isn't it in spite of the experience like we're no, not taking this no. thing that's intended to be taken seriously no no okay
1: they had they had all kinds of uh, options that you could throw at even in Halo Two they did not have the Forge or whatever yeah but they gave you the tools to get a little to do a freaky lot of with custom it. stuff. That's, yeah that's yeah. definitely true I mean yeah. we
0: definitely did some weird weird gameplay modes
1: I think that that experimental creativity I mean what's the equivalent of
0: Insync Chat Room Nine for Mass Effect what is yeah. that uh, well I, I would say the the level of dedication people now put into like Cultivate, cultivating a very specific outcome in those games. Yeah, like you go in now, and it's true. like now I have to find this dialogue. I need to make this happen, but, so I'm going to do but, really freaky but, stuff. <laughs> but how much of that is just
1: self-contained in Mass Effect One? You know, like sure. how freaky weird can you get just in Mass Effect One? I would say not, not super that weird. weird. There's some interesting stuff yeah. you can find
0: in that game. Okay, but so where do you want this then? Do you do you want it below Outrun? Do you feel that in your bones? Or do you I, want it above? I, I
1: i think i if it was just me personally i would put it above mass effect but i think you're almost convincing me that it belongs below mass effect oh really um,
0: Ooh, that's fun i'm down to i am 100 down to put it below mass effect i thought we had already settled it's above mass effect and uh, under Outrun. no no we were still deciding whether it was okay.
1: above or below mass effect because i there was no way in heck i'm letting it pass Outrun. Outrun. i'm sorry yeah. halo 2 fans no. out there that are outraged they're, they probably been listening care. already they're like <laughs> we hate them forever um i think i i think that it's tough. They're both games that I can think about how I felt when I first played them, and I was super hyped. Mm. One was the social experience experience that I had with uh, a lot of other people that was really special. Yeah. um and then one was you know just a single player experience that I had uh, by myself that then you know rippled out in all these other ways yeah. so it's it's impossible, I think, for me to uh, decide, and because you're so sure. That it's below Mass Effect. I think we should do it below Mass Effect. You're okay effect. with that? Well, because that's the thing is, I think that's how we should decide these things sometimes. It's like, I am unsure. A, like, sure, I'm leaning sure. one way and then I'm leaning the other, and you are sure. Yeah. So I think that means below Mass Effect is right. I think right. it deserves it.
0: And it's not worse than War of the Monsters. Don't be ridiculous. Get out of, get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow. Okay. So the, the number nine game now is Halo 2. I don't know wow. that I would have seen that coming. Uh, in our top yeah. 10, Halo 2 is the ninth wor- best game, the second worst game of all time. The ninth best game
1: is yeah. how I would put it. Yeah. yeah. It's, yeah. If 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 there's any complaints, we'll say it's still the ninth best game
0: yeah. of all right.
1: time right. in a universe where only 10 well, games that, exist. I mean,
0: man, those top nine are still pretty across the board. We, we... This podcast is not going to handle bad games very often because yeah. that's not what anybody cares to listen to anyways. Nobody wants so, to
1: hear us just like talk about how much we hate something yeah. like the whole time. Right. And I mean, I'm sure some people maybe felt like we we uh, were pretty rough on Halo 2 in this episode. Sure. I don't think that because no. I and I, I want to make sure that that the listeners understand that like I had a really special time with this game in my life and that I got a lot of fun out of it. Yeah, the problem I think was our experience coming back to it in 2021. Yeah. That is where the
0: problems that we talk about in this episode really came from. From that playthrough, I think what this episode touches on is the inherent flaw of the system here of ranking no. things. No. No, 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 listen, no, no, this is fun. No, this perfect. is fun. It's it perfect. is perfect. It, perfect. perfect. it is perfect. But the inherent uh, trick of this system is that we are doing it like one week at a time, which means my recency bias like my recency of hating Halo 2 is outweighing my recency of disliking Mass Effect 1 and now I'm already feeling a little bit of nostalgia for Mass Effect 1 so that's what allows (laughs) me to let Mass Effect and so we're going to continue to see this as the list grows it's just like the new entry has this weird thing and if we ever do like a list reorganization things are going to fall in completely different spots because things will have different levels of nostalgia to them whereas right now it's just like I really did not like playing Halo 2 so I want it to suffer because of it and, like, in six months, I'll probably be like, well, come on. Why was I so mean to Halo 2? I honestly don't remember. It wasn't that are you, bad. Matt, are you saying that, <laughs> that at the end of the year,
1: we should do some sort of list cleanup and actually reorganize every single thing? Is that what you're suggesting? That at the know. end of the year, we say, know. well, the show's always perfect even when it says it isn't perfect it. and fixes <laughs> when it we fix it i don't know how much i'll want to fix
0: by the end of the year though sure. to be honest like yeah yeah I'm, I'm not well really sure the end of this, this year because this year it's only going to be like a handful of episodes next yeah. year there's going to be like 60 things on this list it's going to be very easy to to want to true. modify this going into 2023 oh that's man a, i can't wait till we get to 100
1: games on the list that's going to be such a big deal matt we yeah. are one tenth of the way there <laughs> We've got such a long ways to go. Yeah, absolutely. Well,
0: thank you all for joining us. Thank you for listening. You can uh, give us feedback. Give us your thoughts on the list at oldgamersalmanac at gmail.com. You can also follow us on Twitter at old gamers pod uh you can also find our discord which is right now the space cats peace turtles discord which is our other show but you can come hang out and we do uh episode discussions about the most recent episode and we talk video games on there as well so come come chill we've been doing streams uh by the time this airs i don't even know what game we'll be getting into that's the hard i don't thing. know the, yeah. the trick of this show is we are way 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 ahead of of episodes in this thing but uh we will be we'll be hunter and i will be thinking about Looks like stuff like Celeste and Solar Ash. Ooh, I'm excited for that. Solar Ash is coming up as a thing that I'm playing. Uh, in fact, by the time this episode releases, I'm probably like halfway through Solar Ash, the follow-up to Hyperlight Drifter, which is a big thing for this show and this show only.
1: <laughs> yeah. You could call this the Hyperlight Drifter show if you want. I I do in my head. I call it Matt Martin's Hyperlight Drifter Hour. Every every hour on the hour. We got a uh, Matt Martin's Hyperlight Drifter hour. It's a great game. It's a great game. It is a great. It's game. one of it's one of the best games ever. It's currently number four. I suspect it will be reorganized to an even higher position. Um, <laughs> I actually Matt, I was driving the other day, and I like I thought about that, and I was like, you know, Hyperlight Drifter is at an all time low of rank number four, and I was like, and we're gonna have that reorganization episode, and I like made peace with the idea that it was gonna return to its number two spot. <laughs> I was like you know
0: i don't i'm, I don't I'm just gonna about... go
1: ahead and 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 give it to <laughs> just you Just let it you know no,
0: i don't think i want it i think i like where i think it should be number list...
1: one i think it should be the number one game on the list i am so record. excited
0: for whatever game ends up supplanting super mario brothers 3 i'm very excited for you've that. you've already day. said
1: it's gonna be super mario world whenever we do that one you're gonna no, have that no, one on no, the no, top no 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 we'll you've have said that you've
0: said that publicly you've publicly said that matt you've gone ahead and called your shot yeah Well, I'm going to get you to play. I'm not going to... When we do Super Mario World, I'm not going to make you replay Super Mario World. I'm going to give you uh, a really good Super Mario World ROM hack and just make you play that instead. That's what I want to do for Super Mario World. Because you've you've played Super Mario World enough for one lifetime. Everybody has. I've actually played it
1: recently. I've played Super Mario World recently. I have. Um,
0: I play Super Mario World kind of frequently. Uh, And, yeah, I, I, I I want... to get into some other stuff with super mario world that's that's
1: hey i'm down to rank a rom hack as if it was a separate (laughs) game but i'm not going to rank it as if it's super mario world that doesn't make any sense another game somebody else made and i'm just gonna say well that's what we
0: did that with quake we literally did that that with quake Quake. we judged quake based off the modding scene that that followed it
1: we didn't do that with quake at all you can listen to the quake episode and you'll find that that was nothing like that was said nothing like that was said at all and i refuse Oh, another another great one in the can of the Matt Martins Hyperlight Drifter and Super Mario World hour. Good night and good luck and keep Hyperlight drifting out there, y'all. <laughs> We're never going to talk about a game that I like as much as you like Hyperlight Drifter. <laughs>
0: Thank y'all for listening to Old Gamers Almanac. Produced by Hunter Donaldson and Matt Martins. Music by Knight Corey.